You're listening to the Something More podcast. In season one, James, a pastor in Bristol, and Lexi, part of the staff team here at Something More, lead us through some of the fundamental practices of faith designed by God to draw us closer to Jesus. Overflow in this place. Northern, please. To something about encountering your love. Encounter your love. <laughs> your love surrounds <laughs> us. I came across something really funny the other day oh. and I want to test it out on you. Oh, okay. You've probably done this already before, so tell me if you have. Okay. But can you, can you say space ghettos? <gasps> I've done it before. Oh. Space ghettos. <laughs> <laughs> so space ghettos in an American accent, it sounds like Spice, Spice Girls. Spice in a Scottish accent. Particularly Glaswegian. Do it again. Space ghettos. <laughs> that is bizarre. Listeners, why don't you try it right now? Three, two, one... Space ghettos. <laughs> I lent away. I lent away. I lent away. I think that is qual. Do you know what? I think I'm probably the most excited about the- Are you allowed to say that? Is that like choosing between your favourite children? It saying does- which is your favourite no, one you, to prepare? No, you crack on. Oh, well, I'm really excited about this one then. Yeah. Like, honestly, I've been looking forward to this since we decided to do a podcast. I think this is the reason why you want... Yeah, this is this the is reason be- why you wanted to do the podcast is to talk about this subject. Yeah, literally bit tragic but true i've just had so many conversations with people over the last few months that have just really fed into the need for people to be talking about this more but not just talking like getting into the bible and looking at what it says Mm. um because that's the thing like we can talk until the cows come home but that's not going to change anything that's not going to alter our lifestyles it's not going to convict us of anything it's when we look at what the bible says that we actually get the tools that work to satisfy those desires that we have you know so yeah i am excited why don't you t- so I I don't want to steal the thunder, so you need to, you need to introduce today's uh, episode dis- yeah, title discipline. Et yeah, so the discipline that we are going to be looking at today is that of rest, that of Sabbath. Nice. Um, and yeah, it is just such an important one today. Um, and do you know what I think is just so opposite? Um, we just went to grab a coffee um, before we did this and we we're sort of chatting through um, our thoughts and the structure, just making sure we'd nailed down that prep. Um, and as we walked into the coffee shop, I saw this book um, that was uh, called uh, The Monocle Guide to Better Living. And I just thought, oh, great, what's this going to say? Like, I've just been thinking through all of these spiritual practices that mm. are all about a better life, you know, having that fullness of life and, and life as it was made to be, you know. Um, and so I opened it, and as you were getting the coffee, and was reading through the contents page, and it was just full of so many things, you know, places to visit food to eat music to listen to houses to buy um and there was a section called happiness um and i was like okay what is it telling me i need for this happy life of fulfillment then um and it was just stuff upon stuff upon stuff upon busyness upon busyness upon busyness and i was like oh well this is just so fitting because all i am told all the time is that i need more and more and more in order to reach that satisfaction um and it really it it spoke perfectly into um this quote i found a, a little while ago I'm going to paraphrase because it's a long one, Um, but it's basically Aquinas who says, um, what would it take to satisfy human desire? And it's a a big question. What what would it take? Um, And the answer that he comes up with is everything. 
we would have to go to every place and experience everything mm. and meet every person um, in order to be entirely satisfied. Um, and because of that, we live in this inner turmoil of thinking that if we just had that little more, then it would be enough. You know, yeah. it, this is a cliche thing. It, it's not the first time you're going to hear it and it's, it's not going to be the last time you hear it. But we, we speed up our life into this pace of hurry to fit everything in because we're told we need to fit everything in. And we know that we long for this sort of greater satisfaction that isn't attainable with the stuff we have now. Um, and, and why is that? Well, Dallas Willard, who is um, an amazing pastor and writer, um, explains it this way when he says desire is infinite partly because we were made by god made for god made to need god and made to run on god we can be satisfied only by the one who is infinite eternal and able to supply all of our needs we are only at home in god when we fall away from god the desire for the infinite remains but it is displaced among things that will certainly lead to destruction you know um Corey Ten Boom also says, if the devil can't make us bad, he'll make us busy. And I think like that just characterizes society today, doesn't it? You know, we have this attitude that leads to a life of busyness and materialism and distraction, which in turn, you know, it, it leads to more restlessness. And we have a culture that is founded on it. You know, I need this, I need that, I need to go there, I need to know that person, I need to try this, I need to buy that. Um, and that is the, the place we live. And I, I see that in myself. I see that in how I interact with things. You know, I, I have this desire for rest, but I also have this innate desire to work and to do. And sometimes I think that rest is weakness and sometimes I need it so much. But what I do when I then go to rest is I pick up Kinfolk magazine or I don't know, I pick up Serial magazine, which is beautifully simplistic and well-crafted and gorgeous. But it's not it's not rest. It's selling me rest because the admin know that that there is something in rest that is good and that mm. is desired. But what am I doing? Am I actually resting? No, I am buying into a society that is a want society. I am not being set apart in any way. I'm not setting time apart in any way. I'm sort of I'm painting over the crack rather than filling it from within. Mm. And I think that is something we all do. And so. We live in this time, like I said, of, of desire being infinite because we're made to live forever with God and nothing less than that will ever satisfy. And we do and we do and we do and we work and we work and we work. And what happens? We get to a point of burnout. We get mm. to a point of frustration. We have people that are struggling with mental health. We have people that are killing themselves because they just can't take it anymore. Yeah. And into this human condition of restlessness, Jesus comes to offer us rest. And how does he do that? In the Sabbath. Mm. So what is the sabbath yeah. what is this rest where does it come from where do we first see it yeah um so maybe let's start let's kick it off with that nice um so i think what we'll do is we we'll just look at some of the kind of opening um things around sabbath that we read at the beginning of the bible but then probably what we want to do is rather than saying this is therefore what we have to do. It's kind of drawing principles from these things to say, actually, the thing, this this idea of rest is given to us as a gift. So, mm. um, you know, in in the first few pages of the Bible, we see God creating the world, and uh, on each day, as He's creating and He's making, uh, He He sees that His work is good, um, and then on the sixth day, uh, having having done so much uh having made the earth and people and humanity it, it finishes off and it says that it, it, 
he saw that it was very good. Um, so he's he's really delighted with what he's 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 only satisfied with the work that he's done. And then what we see then on the seventh day is that God had finished the work he'd been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And so there's there's this thing of of working and creating that we see in God. And then, then there's this rhythm of rest that he institutes right at the beginning of the Bible. And then that kind that kind of rhythm is then is then brought through so that it's not just God that's doing it, but it's an instruction that he gives to his people. And so in Exodus chapter 20, it says, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. So there's this, there's this separation, there's this setting apart of a day in order to rest and to stop from, from your work. So, and then it goes on to say, six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day, the Sabbath, it, uh, the seventh day is a Sabbath to the lord your god and on it you shall not do any work neither you nor your son or daughter nor your manservant or maidservant i don't have any of those lols uh, nor your animals <laughs> nor the alien with your gates so there's this thing of like this is this has been given to you to rest and and to you to work hard but then on the seventh day you to, to not work mm. um and then even into into deuteronomy um chapter five uh we see moses and this is like his Deuteronomy, uh, if you don't know, is kind of Moses's parting words with the Israelites. He's he's led them uh, for forty years, uh, and they're supposed to have got in the promised land, which was supposed to probably take them like two weeks, and it took them forty years. And there's mumbling, there's groaning, and uh, Moses, as part of that journey, messes up and uh, doesn't quite follow the instructions of God. And so, actually, God says to Moses, "You're not going to enter the promised land," um, and so. When Moses is Moses realizes that his life's coming to an end, he gives these kind of parting words, and that is that is this this speech basically to the Israelites in Deuteronomy. And in chapter five, again talks about Sabbath, and in verse twelve it says, "Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do your work, but the seventh day is Sabbath to the Lord your God." And so this is a repeat of of what the Israelites are to do. Um, and interestingly, it, you know, the, the list of, you know, different people that it's for, it was something for the whole household. It was something for all people. In fact, the, you know, they were instructed that the animals were to rest, that the farm animals, the working animals were to rest. It's, it's, it's this, uh, this rhythm, this, this great social leveler, actually. But what I was thinking was, as I was thinking particularly, about, you know, within, within the frame of the Old Testament, um, is that Sabbath was as much about work as it as it was about not working yeah. so so the thing of not working or not laboring on the seventh day was kind of conditional on the fact that you then did work on on the, the other six. six days yeah definitely um and i think we you know even in our modern society now uh i think generally we have probably quite a negative view of work and that, mm. i think that you know that is partly because of busyness and what that does to us and the stress that's attached to it but actually work is a good thing it's given it's given to us so that we might find satisfaction and we probably don't talk about work in eternity all that much but that is a reality and that shouldn't fill us with dread but actually when you work and when you give yourself to something and you create something and you work hard and you find satisfaction in it that is that is so good and so you know we will be working 
into eternity in the new heavens and the new earth we will be at work god is going to put us to work but not in a slavish way but in a in a delighting way and so it should say something about how how what we do in a week and how we kind of approach that that actually work is good it's good to honor god with what we have but then on that there is a there is a period of time where we then are uh to rest um and so i think looking at those principles or looking at what it says in the old testament and then bringing it into our day i mean i think a common conversation around sabbath is it appears that jesus slates the sabbath (laughs) so if you go into like matthew 12 and the pharisees come to jesus because he's performed miracles on the sabbath uh the pharisees criticize him and say it's unlawful what you're doing to and 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 jesus kind of counters that uh with with a really helpful explanation of of why actually it you know is it's important uh to continue god's work um and so in some ways you could say well jesus is slating the sabbath but he's criticizing the pharisees because they're making it into this legalistic thing that they have to observe rather than approaching sabbath as as a means of grace or as a gift in order that we might enjoy everything that god has given Mm -hmm. us and we see that in genesis that god when he saw what he had created and saw that it was very good, he was able to rest and enjoy the creation that he had made. And in a yeah. similar way, that principle is for us too, that Sabbath is not this religious uh, day that we are to observe. And, and if we don't, it's somehow unlawful. But the principle there is that we are to work and enjoy our work and enjoy what God has given us. And we do that in this principle of rest or sabbath yeah i think you're right it's not so much like an abolition of the sabbath day but it's like that wiping away of that legalistic sediment that has kind of been gathered over time that was maybe constructed with the idea of protecting what was good and what was true but now detracts from it that now prohibits us from actually understanding it in all its fullness and i think like jumping back into like some of those old testament um passages it is just it's so rich like what it says like the fact that in genesis and exodus they both say that god blessed um this rest day that he made it holy um but what what does what does that mean to 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 bless a day like when god blesses a man the man becomes rich and i don't mean like he has all the cash money dollar but like he becomes fruitful like he goes um and multiplies and the same with the land when he blesses the land the land becomes rich with blessing so when he blesses a day that day becomes rich with blessing and i think there are so many things that we can say about the sabbath um but i think it beyond a mere command to his people and a gift as well because it's not just a command it is something that he has given us it is a good gift Um, it says something powerful about God you know it makes a declaration of our sort of trust in him we remember we observe we rejoice we remember being brought out of Egypt and I think so often today like we go back into Egypt like there are some parallels you can see with the society we live in that is this Mm 24-7 achievement economy um, this place where we feel like we have to work and do and achieve in order to succeed but we're not told to work. Um, we're not told to rest from a place of work necessarily, but to work and to work well, like you said, we are called to work, we are made to work, but to work from that place of restoration that um, that we are that we are commanded to to have and to have well. And I think this is a really important distinction as well. Like we can look at what these passages say the Sabbath is, but it's also 
important to know kind of what the Sabbath isn't. Like this isn't a day off. Mm. And I think that is kind of what people think of today. When you think of Sabbath, um, they're kind of like, oh, well, it's, it's, it's is it just a, a day to not work? But the truth is, um, if it is a, 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 a blessed day, um, it, it is life giving. Like, yeah, we may not be working for our employer on our day off, but the reality is we're very often still working, aren't yeah. we? We're like running errands. Yeah, yeah. We're going to Ikea. We're getting our furniture. We're sorting out our house. Yeah. We're going and doing those to-do lists. Um, that's that's not what the Sabbath is. It's not, a, it's not just a day off to do more work. It is a day that is for the Lord. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a really important thing because it's this holy day. It is meant to be set aside from other days as special. Um, so in the Bible, like some translations will say to the Lord, others will say for the Lord. But in other in other words, this is not just meant to be a day of aimless rest, you know, but it's meant to be God centered rest. So attention is to be directed to God in a way that is more concentrated and steady than an ordinary day. Um, so you keep that day holy by keeping the focus on that holy mm. God. So I think like for some people, like for consumers, they'll see the sabbath maybe it's a day to shop or for doers it's a chance to do the to-do lists for um i don't know for careerists it's a day to get ahead with emails like yeah. whatever it, it may be um and we'll come out of that day then feeling exhausted it doesn't mean that it hasn't been a great day like we might have done some good things but we'll come out of it feeling so weary and that is not the point of the sabbath here that no. is not what he's telling us it's for we confuse like this whole idea of relaxation and restoration um and I know we were talking about this earlier with like our approach to, to Sabbath and, and what we find helpful and what we don't. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, it kind of hinges on this question of like, is this restful and is this worship? Like, is this helping me to worship? Right. And um, it's not about inactivity and sitting still. Do you know what? The Sabbath is amazing. There are so many things you can do, like go out, enjoy nature, read, cook, you know, like the Sabbath isn't this like dreary, boring day of sitting there with your TV switched off and like shutting out the world and becoming like some sort of contemplative monk. Like if that's your worship, like great, but yeah. that's not a prescribed thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that that is so important that we have this, this, this right understanding. Like for me, a Sabbath isn't sitting in front of Netflix for five hours because when I come out of that, do I feel more clarity about my life situation? Do I feel more clarity about my relationships? Do I come out of watching a new series of, I don't know, Restoration Tell us Home. what you're watching next. <laughs> I watch Restoration Home because I am <laughs> 60. Um, but I don't come out of that with a sense of like, oh, I feel really confident and secure in my relationships or my body or yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah. In fact, like I just enter back into the same issues that I had six sure. hours before. Yeah. In fact, more tired than when I first went into that yeah. binge because I've just spent a whole lot of time vegging out and putting off rather yeah. than enjoying and delighting in the Lord, in his yeah. goodness, in his faithfulness, in his provision, which is what the Sabbath, you know, reminds us yeah. of, points yeah. us towards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 really helpful to kind of give us some ideas of of the kinds of things that we can we can be doing in Sabbath, and it's enjoying. It's enjoying the things that God has given us. I think the the principle underlying it, I suppose the thing that what that draws us towards this idea of rest is um is this idea that um there is enough that God has given us enough and um there's this great quote by Walter Brueggemann and he says this and it says there's never enough time there's never a moment's rest 
But how willing are we to practice Sabbath? A Sabbath spent catching up on chores we were too busy to do during the week is hardly a testimony to abundance. It, doesn't, it does nothing to weaken the domain of scarcity. Honoring the Sabbath is a form of witness. It tells the world that there is enough. Uh, and I think when we, when we just continuously work and we continuously strive, what we're doing is we're depending on our own strength and yeah, we've got, we're saying, I need to make this happen, whatever it is. And what Sabbath helps me to do is it reminds me that God is God and I am not. And apart from Jesus, I can't do anything. Mm. And I think that's where Sabbath and rest comes to land in the gospel, is yeah. that in Jesus we find everything that we need. He is sufficient for all things that we need. We find ultimate strength and satisfaction in him. And so rest and Sabbath isn't about like finding your zen or like delighting even in the material things that we have, but it's delighting in in Jesus and he's you know he says uh, my yoke is easy and my burden is light that's that was what Jesus said and and so in Jesus the person of Jesus in his death and his resurrection in the new life that he brings we find ultimate fulfillment and satisfaction in him and so the things that we give ourselves in this period of rest or on a day off or what however you want to call it the things that we do in those days need to drive us towards delighting in Jesus so for me it's an opportunity to go for a walk with the family to 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 pray together to read a psalm together that's what Sarah and I will do together on a Monday which is my day off uh, I like to write I like to to play music I like to read so those are the kind of things that we do and we we try and prepare in the week so that we can take that time off yeah i think that's so, a really imp- important thing to point out like we need we need that preparation yeah otherwise you know we end up with a to-do list that yeah, is as to long as our floors. arm yeah exactly and we'll then our sabbath day yeah <laughs> do that on a saturday instead i don't mop the floors um <laughs> I, was gonna say, I know i know wonders will never i know cease. yeah sarah will be writing in james does not mop the floors um <laughs> but so i think that that kind of level of preparation in order that you can then just enjoy all that you have in God and that that drives you towards Jesus is is good Sabbath observe, observation. And I think a, a way of working out whether you are resting well is whether you fit for any sense of guilt at the end. So I think you're right. If you binge on Netflix, it's kind of fun. But at the end, you're like, man, I just feel like oh, I'm wasting my time. X, y, Whereas yeah. whenever I read like a really nourishing book, I never regret it. It's, like, it's good for the soul and so I think if there's a sense of guilt in it that's probably not rest but if you feel like you've 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 learned more about yourself and learned more about God and you found your delight and satisfaction in Jesus and that is good uh, Sabbath that is good rest um, so perhaps a good way to end this this episode Lex is just thinking about well how do we lead ourselves into this into this time of rest and I think it looks like different people you know for shift workers it doesn't mean that it's going to be the same day it doesn't even have to be a whole day yeah Uh, I think we'd encourage you to to take a day to do it but I think it doesn't always look like that and so we wouldn't want to assume that this is going to fit for everyone but I think just the simple thing of of confessing that your need for God Mm -hmm. and then orientating your life so that actually you realize you need Jesus and doing everything you can to 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 make sure that you're depending on him and then the third thing really is like action planning land yeah. it in your diary you know a, a question for you is when is your day off when is your time of rest 
when's the next one is you know is it a saturday is it a sunday is it a month when, when is it make it a priority yeah and you will benefit from it most definitely and when you're sat there being like okay so so what do i do on this day that i've now set apart like i just find those two questions of like is this rest and is this is this worship yeah um really nice. really helpful like we spoke about worship already in in the podcast and um it doesn't just look like blasting hill song all day that's that's not worship it's this whole life worship this idea of sort of sparking awe and wonder yeah um and that can that can come in a in myriad of ways um but i think to take it back to the bible for me um the question that i'm going to challenge myself to ask on this sabbath is what can i do for 24 hours of my week um that fills me with a deep joy and that leads me to a place of saying this is very good mm. because that's the model we see you know he says this is very good and he rests and he enjoys it he doesn't stop because he's exhausted he stops to enjoy and to delight and that is our model for the sabbath yeah. and that is our challenge for you so good um yeah i'm excited me too and um we'd love to hear your ideas i'm always inspired to hear what different people do mm. for their rest and I think we can confuse it with the silence and solitude stuff that we've talked about before and it's not retreating into obscurity so you can you can hang out with your friends and do it in community and enjoy having people around and all that kind of stuff it's whatever that like helps you to enjoy god most and, definitely um so so let us know what you do i've got a friend who uh does woodworking amazing on, as part of his sabbath brilliant and yeah. he makes tables great really nice sounds sounds wholesome yeah it's good really <laughs> guys good. yeah keep us posted on the things you do we love to hear it we love to hear from you um and come back next time for when we chat about our final installment in spiritual disciplines oh, i know the it's end been of a season the end of a season but what a season it has been um yeah we're so excited guys you're great james you're great so, likewise we'll see you next time Thank you.